The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 21st, 2023, the Tobacconist Association of America. What is it? And does it matter? And Bill Burr approved highlights of the New England Cigar Expo. We have them here. That and lots more. Welcome, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority, now in its 14th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Really good time last week with Jared Trudeau from Kristoff and our friend Tony V. Uh, after the show was over, the show continued for four hours Whoa. of continuing to talk and joke in Rocktober, right? Rocktober. That's what it was about. Um, and it is still Rocktober, and uh, you'll hear uh, a nice rock song on the after show. See if you can guess the song. They can't. Yeah. It, is it even a rock song? No. It's not. What do you mean? It's no, ridiculous. It's some bubblegum pop bullshit. Yeah, you're crazy. All right, <laughs> let's get to the first cigar of the day. See what you know about this. All right. The first cigar that we're smoking today is the Oz Jenner Aramas. A55. It is 5 by 55 It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. The cigars are made by Ernesto Perez Carrillo in the Dominican Republic for Oz Jenner. Is that how you say that? Ozinger. Where's the ing? I don't know. I'm probably saying it wrong, but that's how I've I, always I, said his name. I, I think you also called him Gusto, and it's it's Husto. Uh, so. I, I think it's actually a hard G, but I could be wrong. I thought I've heard him pronounce it. Ozginner. Ozginner? But I'm going to go with that. Knows? I think you're probably closer at Sullivan. Uh, they feature a dark Mexican San Andreas wrapper over Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and fillers consisting of Connecticut Broadleaf, Dominican, and Nicaraguan. A single <laughs> is $15.19, and a box of 20 is $269.99, dropping the single price down to just $13.50. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail store that carries them, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two Guys, cigars.com. I, I think there should be more Connecticut Broadly filler. If you got an ugly, too ugly for wrapper, let's let's get it in the cigar. I mean, where, do you, where do you draw the line? Have you seen Topper? <laughs> <laughs> Topper's delicious. You know, I smoked that 125th again this week. Yes. Very, very good. He was up good. here. I had a meeting. Was he? I had a meeting with him uh, Thursday. Thursday or Friday. Uh, I smoked yeah. one on Monday and said, why don't I buy boxes of these? Yeah, They're very, great. very good. Uh, okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by our friends at Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, 
in excellence. Excellence. It's such a stupid thing, but I, I smile every time. The studio audience looks around to see who's doing it. Yeah. Who's not like, doing it. And who's not doing, doing it, but, you know. not doing it. Let's, uh, let's make sure we're all on the same page here. I love it. Dave, I didn't light it yet. Well, good. A lot of floral sweetness on that. Mm. If you had, you know when you, they, they tell you at the funeral you can take the flowers home? Mm. No. Has that ever happened to you? Never. Put right, them on the so grave and you. At, at some redneck funerals they tell you, <laughs> yeah. you know, these are the ones for you to take home. Mm. Uh, but if you put that in the basement, so you have that floral aroma, but it's in the basement. I, I would have went to the basement on this too. That You're saying floral? Yeah, it is I definitely have floral. But I have a little floral mustiness. Mm. Or maybe the funeral's being held in the basement. Oh, nice. Really it, redneck shit. <clears throat> maybe they put the flowers in a crypt. <laughs> There's a lot of possibilities. You, you can really taste the soil the flowers were grown in. <laughs> All right, this is a beefy lighter. This is a serious beefy lighter. Well, and, and the thing about this lighter, Dave, is that it is a lotus lighter. This is the higher end. This is the upper echelon okay. for the company if it says lotus on so it. So it costs like $1,000? Well, we're going to get to the cost right. in just a moment, Ed Sullivan. Today, we're going to light our cigar with the Matrix by Lotus. This features a flip top, three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo Big ass tank. All three jets are angled, so you still you got plenty of power, but you still get pinpoint accuracy. At the bottom, a flip out bullet punch, easy adjustment, and on the front, a fuel window, all for the low price of forty nine ninety nine. That's mm. the Matrix by Lotus. Now, I featured the mechanic lighter. I think it was last week, and my buddy Kevin, who's a lighter freak, he this with the little stick thing, the with the pokey thing. Yeah. So he says to himself, "I got enough lighters. I don't need that pokey thing." But he doesn't have that lighter. And wouldn't you know, he's too lazy to get up off his ass and go get a third cigar. He smokes two a night, and he wanted a third one. And he's like, God damn it, I wish I had the pokey thing, because I could have extended <laughs> both cigars and got more time, and I wouldn't be wanting to get up and go get a third cigar right now. So, yeah, he came in yesterday. He bought the lighter with the pokey thing. There we go. And uh, Jonathan, I have a question about that lighter. Yeah. It looks like it's got a very nice texture on it. It does. It, it feels like good in the hand. It's a rubberized coating kind of feel Yeah, to that, it. that's what it looked like. Very so you nice. won't, won't slip out of your hands. It won't. No, that's another nice feature, Ed Sullivan. Where were you when I was doing the commercial? Uh, How do they do know. it so cheap? This is their high end, and you look First at $49. All, because you would inexpensive. Say, you would say $100, right? It's got to mm -hmm. be a $100 unit here, but it's not. Uh, did he mention bullet cutter at the bottom? Doesn't do anything for me. No, but uh, it's there. Instead of the bullet thing at the bottom, what if it was the pokey thing at the bottom? Would be more use, or the bullet thing with a point on it, and it'd be both. I'm just telling or, you guys at, at Vertigo uh, Lotus, or a single shot firearm would be nice to uh, have in your lighter. It would be good. now you're talking at yeah. Some. Well, talk to the people over there. Jonathan got a new gun. He's showing. Well, up. don't get out of here. I don't got do the that. big stick on. You don't nice. do that. You don't do that. <laughs> Jonathan got a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. Oh boy! All right. Um, so I picked the cigar. I picked the the topic of the show for a few reasons. That this would be the time when the TAA would normally happen, but that was changed, and we'll get into mm. that. And also, because we were smoking Tim Osinger, 
his cigar, hmm. and he's new to the cigar industry again. Again, but yeah. when he was with CAO, he was a big part of the TAA. And I'd say he, he was a manufacturer just like the other ones that attended, but he was the funnest part <laughs> of the trade show. He did a lot of fun things and stuff, and um, now he's with um, the folks from um, – help me out here. Um, I got nothing. Come on. I don't know where you're going with this. The, the company he uh, – Oh, Crown Heads? Crown Heads, thank All you. Right. Uh, he's with Crown Heads, which is part of the TA. So when I go to TA next time, he should be there, and maybe he'll right. make it. Because Crown Heads, Crown Heads got a divorce, and then Tim married them, right? Yes. Okay. That's what ended up happening. I don't know exactly what ended up happening. What? Yeah, they were with somebody else that was doing their distribution, and then yeah. they they got divorced or whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it's all better now. Uh, so the TAA is the Tobacconist Association of America. So first off, what is the tobacconist? A term that isn't used all that much anymore. Um, you don't, does anybody call you a tobacconist? Because no, that, that is what really. you are. That is what you are. If somebody- it's like nobody refers to Connecticut Shade as Claro anymore. Until a customer Well, came one in. guy did, yeah. yeah he was an was, old guy. Was a tobacconist is a retailer of tobacco products in various forms and related accoutrements, such as pipes, lighters, matches, hmm. uh, pipe cleaners, pipe tampers, ashtrays, humidification devices, hygrometers, cigar cutters, and more. All the things we sell. Books, magazines, especially the ones that are related to tobacco, are also offered. This is us, right? It's us. In the United States. Sold out of the uh, Cigar Journal, by the way. That because I, you were in it. I wrote an article for And you pushed out. it. Yeah. So now I know you're capable of it, so we can sell out every single time, even when you're not in. I'm going to have to be in the magazine every time. Nope. <laughs> Your name is in there as Mr. Jonathan every time. Every time. Yeah. A lot of people bought it just because I put the post up on social media. They yeah. wanted a copy. So in the United States, a tobacconist is traditionally represented by a wooden Indian nearby. Not so much anymore because people tried to make changes of that in the 1990s. Remember the big um, punch statue yeah. came out, yeah. and that was to replace the cigar store Indian, and that was all over the everywhere. Then Nub came out, and right. they made a big statue to replace the punch statue, hmm. and we'll see what the next things are along the way. Uh, in well, the, United- the red anchor has a striking resemblance that, to we go. myself. Here we go. What's in the United that? States. A common combination of a corner shop selling newspapers, <coughs> excuse me, newspapers and magazines, as well as confectionery and tobacco. In the UK, retailing this sector is referred to as Contob, C O N T O B, Contob. No mention of accoutrements in that. No. No. So, what is a Contob? Uh, that guy that sells newspapers and magazines. Confectionery and tobacco. Confectionery. You ever remember that word? Oh, yeah. Okay, because that's when I got... Oh, the, really? Yeah. Confectionery? Sure. Well, I remember confectionery, but confob? No. Con, no. Uh, confectionery and tobacco. Right. Because Neko, right? Yes. New England Confectionery Company. There we go. I like the black ones. Oh, they're disgusting. A little licorice. I like that. No. In Spain and France, a tabac, T-A-B-A-C, is a shop licensed to sell... Tobacco products in France and Spain. Tobacco also sells newspapers, phone cards, I don't know mm. if anymore, postage stamps, 
and bus tickets. Yeah. I think burner phones replace phone okay, cards. burner phones. Yeah. I like so, a burner phone. Now you got to have it. Now we have specialist tobacconists. Uh, is a theory educated and practiced in all things related to tobacco. They employ this knowledge to provide information regarding the customer about the tobacco products. A specialty tobacconist has become more scarce than it did in the 1960s and before. Hmm. Still, consumers refer to, prefer buying their products from a tobacco shop with a tobacconist behind the counter. So now they're saying it's an educated tobacco person. Well, that's us. That's us. That's what we try to be. And that's what you, other retailers out there, should try to be. And that's what you, the consumer, should be trying to look for is a tobacconist as opposed to a store that has cigars, Uh, right? Ted Hughes wants to know if these places also sell lotion. Oh. They can or they cannot. Okay. It's optional. If they were near the beach, they could have... Suntan lotion. How come you don't sell lotion? Yeah, why don't we sell lotion? We talk about lotion all the time. No, you do, and (laughs) and we don't need any lotion. So a standard tobacco shop in the United States generally specializes in cigarettes, roll-your-own supplies, smokeless tobacco, dipping tobacco, chewing tobacco, as well as cigars and pipe tobacco. But that is just a um, smoke shop, we'll call it. And And Sullivan, he puts lotion on every day. Well... Raul Drake says, why don't we go with cigar-scented lotion? That smells like cigars or yeah. takes a smell cigar of cigars out? Cigar-scented lotion that has that little CBD stuff in it so that it'll take care of our arthritis. Are? <laughs> yeah. Are you getting arthritis now? No. No. Are you? <laughs> He's just very empathetic. Yeah. These smoke shops also carry vaping supplies and may double as head shops. So, I mean, any that place conf- that offers head for service, I'm in. We... It happens to us, though, that people come in oh, and yeah. think we're the other smoke shop, right. right? We're a tobacconist. I wonder if we change it to tobacconist, but it seems like an old word. Mm-hmm. But it is what we are. Right. Right? Educating about, well, about cigars. Yeah. People come in and want glass pipes. Yes. Not to smoke tobacco. No. Right. No. And they buy some tobacco products not to smoke the tobacco, to throw it away. Correct. It's very interesting. That whole thing is very interesting to me. Tobacconists tend to have much larger emphasis on cigars. Many of these establishments have walk-in humidors, humidors as well as a cigar lounge. It's us. We're a tobacconist, right? It's just an unused word, but even the TAA is the Tobacconist Association of America, but everybody calls it the TAA and not Tobacconist Association, but that's what it is. Next thing you know, the word ends up disappearing but should we bring back the tobacconist has it have they ever had one of those meetings in america well i'm gonna get to that Mm -hmm. so now the tobacconist association of america taa (laughs) is an organization that represents its interest in tobacco uh in premium cigars and tobacco retailers in the United States. So it's brick-and-mortar retailers is what the TAA is about. TAA is made up of a select group of retailers and manufacturers in the tobacco industry. The Tobacco Association of America was founded in 1968. I would say at the tail end of when cigars were at at its height. Um, It probably went downhill after that. They got in late. 
Uh, one of the most notable activities of the TAA is the annual meeting and convention. I'll go as far as to say the only <laughs> thing um, the TAA is notable for is their annual meeting and convention. Uh, I don't know what else. I'm yeah. trying to figure out what else it does, and I've been a member there for a long time. These members gather once a year in any country other than the United States. <laughs> now, that's not the way it started. It was the Tobacconist Association of America, and the first time I ever went to a meeting, which was maybe 30 years ago, 25 years ago, the first meeting was in the United States, and ever since that, it never was in the United States ever again. And it's the Tobacconist right. Association. How much of, of a hassle was it for you to join the group? It was a hassle. I'll but, get to it. You know, it's in Central America sometimes, right? South America, so it's in America. It's yeah. in America. It's yeah. in America. So just not the United States. Yeah, it's of been America. in Mexico mm-hmm. a bunch of times. Okay, uh, what I do know is the TAA provides the opportunity for members to network. So that was what was promised, and that's it. So there's other retailers there, and we could network with the other retailers. Talk shop. Yeah. Uh, Maybe have a couple of cocktails or more. A lot of that happens. (laughs) So some of that happens that there is some uh, networking going on, but I would say not all that much. Um, TAA helps establish relationships with manufacturers. Uh, it certainly helped me at the beginning when I got in because there were some manufacturers I didn't have a um, huge um, relationship, relationship with. with. And as that kind of broke the ice because you're there for three or four days, and there's typically about 50 retailers, and close to that, maybe 25 manufacturers, let's say, at the beginning. So in four days, you're spending a lot of time with all them, and the next thing you know, you you got a relationship. And it's kind of good for them because you got these 50 people for four days. If you can't close them in four days, can you imagine trying to hide for four days? Yeah, it's impossible. Right. Um, As years go on, the same manufacturers and members are on there, and now I would say it's more of a reunion. After 30 years, I mean, Mm -hmm. I have the relationship with everybody. Uh, I know the same retailers are there each time, so it's it's a reunion. It's not – I don't know. It's it's good for the short term as the the benefits are there for the short term. After a while, it's like – How do you get into that originally? Uh, I'm going to get to that somewhere here. All right. Uh, during these events, special limited edition cigars are brought in. That happened uh, maybe 10 years ago. They started doing that. Uh, there was always two brands that were part of the organization exclusively to it, and they ended up dying off because nobody cared. Mm. And um, then later on, uh, there was even a catalog that they would print a catalog for everybody, and they would make your name of your company on there and you were getting say 200 of them. And if you wanted more than that, you'd say, how many do you want? And all these TAA stores had their own catalog with their name of their shop on it, but they were all the same. And in there were all those brands Hmm. that were there so that um, you now had a catalog and you could hand it to your customer. This is before there was uh, online and stuff like that. Um, The first year I got, in there, they said, "Here's the catalog. We're not going to do it anymore." <laughs> so I never got a catalog. Oh, you, uh, I was there the last year. You seem to be the guy who kills all the fun. Well, it, it, 
it was falling apart. So, you know, back to uh, Ed's question of um, how do you get in there? Um, you know, it, it certainly was an old boys. It still is. It's the, the old the old boys club, uh, for lack of a better word, and you had to apply. And I applied year after year after year for three three years, four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only you had to apply, you had to send a check. And then the next thing you know, six months later, you get the check back because you were denied. Huh. And uh, that happened to me three or four years in a row. Then I stopped because I'm like, okay, if they don't want me part of their group, I'm out. You know, what can I possibly do? Until one day the phone rang and it was the TAA and they said, you are approved. And I said, I didn't apply. (laughs) (laughs) And they said, well, somebody applied in your behalf and you are approved and you are paid in full. And I said, absolutely not. I said, uh, no one's paying my way, and who is that? And they said, well, we can't tell you. And I said, well, I'm out. I'm not. <laughs> and they said, Are you sure? And I said, yeah, I'm out. And uh, what? they called back maybe an hour or so later. And they must have called that person up and said, yeah, he's not He's not in. Why wouldn't you just take it? Because I want to know who, who did this. You, you go there, and you, you sleuth it out. Well, I sleuth it out before I even go. What if I don't want to accept this gift? Hmm. It's not like the mafia. It's, uh, who, do, who are you going to owe a favor to? George I, Padron? Oh, my God. Christian Aroa. I had a feeling it was him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they called me back and they said, it was Christian Aroa. And do you want in? And I said, let me call you back. And I called Christian Aroa and I said, what are you doing? <laughs> and he goes, we need you. We need you in there. It's falling apart. We need fresh blood. Uh, something's got to happen. Please come in. And I'm like, what does it cost to be a member? And he said, whatever the, the amount of money was. And I said, that's what you paid. And I said, you're yeah. burning your paperwork. Oh, <laughs> I said, I will, um, I will send you that money and we'll be even and uh, I'll accept it and we'll see how it goes. So I did. Christian Roa has had kind of a profound effect on your life. Yes. The American Express. American Express Black. Yes. And yeah, he has made pushing you into TAA. Yes, yeah. Is it to blame or is it to to a positive <laughs> or whatever? Uh, but no, he 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 he, he was, doesn't he doesn't ask you. He just does just stuff does for it. you. <laughs> yes, that's right. And uh, he believes in the TAA and wanted it to be what it's supposed to be. And he tried to help it. And I don't know who else he did it to. I can just tell you, he did it to me. And I got there and I could see that it was the old boys club and they didn't, they actually asked me not to speak when I got there and said, you know, when things come up or something, it's your first year, you should sit back and listen and Mm -hmm. learn. And then next year come in and you know, it's not me, right? No, you couldn't do that. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So that doesn't go good, but, um, you don't care about being thrown out. You don't care if you get a refund. You're going to say what you're going to say. Yeah, it was something. So, uh, and and I think it's at the at the same point right now. It needs a flush out. And you know, I've been there for thirty years. Hmm. Um, you know, and if, and if I belong there because I'm still a top retailer, because they they at the beginning promised it was the best retailers in the country. Well, and maybe it was. And over time, though, the you know, new people come in and get great and. 
other people sell their store or sell their business or whatever, and it gets worse, or they get tired and they, you know, things change or whatever. The thing is, the same manufacturers and the same retailers are there since I've been there, uh, with few exceptions that added to it, and uh, it needs a, a fluff. Something needs to happen. Um, and then they come out with these needs TAA. Needs a fluffer, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. They need these, they do these TAA exclusives. And, you know, I don't, I don't think the consumer cares about them, to be it's, honest uh, with you. There were, there's only been a handful that, are, that have mattered. Hmm. Yeah. The Padron one, I think, is really the one that is the big deal. Dave, Bingo McCavish is just clarifying. They said, we need new blood, but don't talk. Yes. <laughs> well, that lasted, so that lasted half of the first day. Yeah. And then two different manufacturers came up to me and said, why aren't you saying anything? Mm. Because they knew that it was pressing my buttons, and that was Nick Perdomo and Christian Aroa. Mm. And uh, I said I was told not to speak, so they said we'll take care of this. And they went in the back room and they came <laughs> back out and you said you say whatever you want. And I go, okay, this is where it goes bad. Uh, but I mean to help when when I do this. That they mm -hmm. say, oh, we're having a hard time here, and this is what it is. And it's to me obvious what the answer is. And I raise my hand and I say, how about doing this? And they say, well, you know, we thought about that. And I said, well, how about doing it? And mm -hmm. then tell, well, instead of having the same conversation next year, the, the same problem of doing nothing about it. But um, that, that's the again the issue with an organization like this. There is a board of directors, and then there's somebody that's supposed to execute what the board of directors end up saying. And you get 10 people together, all successful retailers. They have 10 different opinions, and the opinions were never mine. And I know mine was the right answer. They know theirs was the right mm -hmm. answer, too. And that's where the problem uh, arises. There's too many type A personalities yeah. working on something. Yeah. So... Uh, there's lots of companies that put out these exclusive things. I, I think um, they have no legs to None. them at all. Uh, well, again, Padron. Padron makes a Toro. If you see Padron Toro, uh, it doesn't say anything on the box that it's TAA only. As far as the consumer is concerned, it is the Toro size, which is a great size. But there's also the 90-something. The, the there was the 95 one year, 96 this year. That says TAA on it. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't even know. Hmm. And do you, the consumer, know? It sells out every time. Because of that? Uh, it, it's a new Padron, I think, is probably yeah. the reason it sells. So he's throwing a bone to, to them. Yeah. You know, it's which is, hey, good. But I have to think that both Christian and Nick Perdomo have a similar opinion to whatever your opinion is and whatever thing you're talking about that you're not saying out loud. And that's hmm. the reason why they're saying you should say something. Well, this was 30 years ago. But they're saying, this yeah, but whatever whatever the conversation was, you were the new blood Christian wanted in there because at some point you guys had a conversation and you agreed with each other. And Supposedly it got better. Now, again, I don't remember. I don't know what it was before I was in, but supposedly it got better and it was, it was dying off. They were very afraid that it was going to be over. Didn't you sit on the board of directors? I did. For a little bit? Yeah. I did six years, I think, mm. two, two three-year terms. Um, but again, I, I don't get my way, which is very frustrating for me. <laughs> very frustrating. You think you're the president of something yes. and you're going to have the final answer I, and you're I, outvoted. Yes. It, it's so frustrating because 
I'm used. I'm self-employed my whole life, and not getting my way, and and feeling like this is the right direction to go is is and it's aggravating for you too because I know whatever it is that you propose, you'll do it. You'll have it done in 48 hours. Done, complete, finished. It's all set. Whatever it is, it's done. And they're say, they're arguing with you, and it's not like they're going to do it when they they get their way. They're not doing it. And then the next year comes, and the, the conversation happens again. And you know how aggravated I get when I'm do to have the same conversation yeah. with you. And I go, "Didn't we have this conversation? <laughs> like I'm out of my mind of here. We're having the same exact conversation. So uh, I didn't record it, and we got to have this conversation again. I know, I know. Okay. So imagine. Yeah, of, of, of lose of your a, shit. Yeah. Um, so supposedly, uh, I was part of the best tobacconists in America, and uh, I can't agree that because there nobody checked my books. Nobody. <laughs> uh, it, it was a oh we know who he is. Okay, we'll vote him in or whatever. You know, it, there is no criteria to this at all. You're, you're chosen from the group. The uh, and that's just that group of um, board members, and here you go, you're in. Or here is three people, pick one. You know they'll tell to everybody, okay, pick one of the three that we picked because they're okay with any of the three that end up coming in. And that's only if somebody leaves, yeah, um, or gets thrown out. If you don't show up a few years in a row or something, you're gonna get thrown out. And then I watched people that were did, didn't show up for years and years not go. And they now, were, can they you were send okay. somebody in your stead and you just don't know that that's that person? From your company, I believe. So I, I believe that the person is the member, not the store. So, for instance, hmm. you had Michael Herklotz, who was a member of it with Nat Sherman. I don't know if he was a Nat Sherman re- because of his retail store or Nat Sherman the company, but then Nat Sherman goes away and Michael Herklotz is still in TAA and it's a brand new company. But the company had to be at least 10 years old and this, this, this mm. had to happen, but it didn't because hmm. he's the person, he was on it and that's it. So in other words, if I sold Two Guys Smoke Shop, the person that bought it from me would not necessarily still be in the TAA because it's not this person. But if you opened another store or started a brand, you'd still be in. Maybe. Strange. Yeah. Uh, So I applied in the 90s, denied in the early 2000s. I'm I'm approved. And uh, I think it still needs to be revamped. I think it is um, to the people that are in it. We know we're in it. To other people, nobody cares. We have to make it so it's relevant and it cares. What does it do? Does it fight legislation? No, it does not. Does it um, um, launch cigar brands? No, it does not. Um, Could it do both of those? I suppose. I, I really am, all these years, I'm really confused of what is its purpose. Like, what is the purpose of it? I get the feeling that you set this show up so that you could do some research so that you'd find out. I, I did research. And, and you I, still don't I, know. I don't know. <laughs> and I want it to be. Listen, well, you, you may don't have learned to... something today or not. <laughs> yeah. 
which makes you the cigar authority. <laughs> so, Ted Hughes says it sounds like the cigar Illuminati. Mm. Yeah, it's the old boys, old boys club type of thing, and uh, it needs help, and it needs you know, it needs fresh blood, or it needs something because most people don't understand it, including people that are in it. So right now, it's time for the question of the week, and it's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. And the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the thecigarauthority.com. And Jeff writes, "Good morning, gentlemen." My eldest grandchild is 15. I'm considering purchasing a couple of special cigars to age until he's old enough to have one with me, hmm. if he so chooses. Is there a cigar that definitely gets better with three to six years of age? I'm shooting for three years, uh, but it looks like the legal age to use tobacco is 21. That is correct. In the United States, it's 21 across the board. I hold my cigars at around 65% humidity. Regards, signed Jeff uh, it was a pleasure meeting each of you at the New England Cigar Expo. Now, almost anything will get better in that three-year range. If you're pushing it out to six, something on the lighter side, I think you could have it start to fade. So you pick something that's... But it's going to be the first cigar for this kid. So maybe it's good. I mean, you don't want to give... You, I don't think you go normally higher than we would medium. say, let's get a stronger cigar and right. then let's age it for six years. Get a medium and yeah. age it. Yeah. Something hmm. medium. A regular Aladino Corojo? Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, Jose Dominguez, either natural or Maduro. But, uh, the cedar ends up playing a role in mm. that. The longer it sits in those, uh, the cedar on the foot, the better they get. Six years. You're asking for a little trouble there oh, on a mild cigar, just like you said. Yeah. You're asking Six for trouble. Six is a, a long time for a mild cigar. Yeah. Um, you know, could it could boy, and and it's going to be his first cigar. Mm-hmm. Pick something that's on the the either medium or milder side of medium, and I think uh, you're okay. How yeah. about one of the uh, bandoleros? Bandolero not, would be great. Not the blue, probably, but which one would you think? Uh, yeah, I think even the blue. Yeah, yeah, I think all of them. Something yeah, medium, something medium that you know you like now. And then you sit on it for three to six Listen, years. You know, and the, in the Bandolero, you know the quality of t- the tobacco. Correct. And it's just not normally aged as long as the Byron, for example. So why not put one of those aside? What would you want your grandkid to have as his first cigar, aged six years? Uh, I think Bandolero is a, I think a that's, good choice. I agree with that, Sullivan. Yeah. That's our final answer. You're Sullivan. outvoted. All right. I, don't, I didn't give an answer. So you I'm said not Aladino, regular oh, Corojo. Yeah. Yeah, you're out. Because I was thinking of... You were looking at my hat is what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you like to age the uh, Corojo Reserve. Reserve. Yeah. Mm. But it's still but too it's strong. too strong. And that, that honestly, I, that, that peaks at about a year and a half in those cedar boxes. It gets too cedary after that. Yeah. And, you know, I have a short attention span, too. I'm probably thinking Bandolero because I just got some of the firecrackers mm-hmm. that were re-released. By the way, holy Phenomenal. Wow. So, yeah, they have a little extra age on those, and were they not great? Yeah, they were great. Yeah. They were great. All right, we are smoking the Osinger Aramas. A55, it is a 55 by 55 ring gauge. It might be Oz Jenner, but... Ozinger. Ozinger. Oz Jenner. There's no zing in it. Yeah. 
That's what I say. Uh, and, can, I, and that's what I call him. So yeah, he's not going to correct you. He's, no. Tim. Tim. Yeah. It's not an easy name. Yeah, I, I could have sworn at some point I went and looked for an interview yeah. where he used his own name because I kept hearing you saying Ozinger and I'm thinking, there's no zing in it. There's a Jenner, Oz Jenner. Yeah, I, I seem to remember it being a hard G, though. Osginner. Osginner. But that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should have him on at some point. We should. I, I would have thought we would have had him on by now. I know. Where's he, he been? Had, they say he does a lot of going touring and stuff, but he's going to maybe the West Coast or something. Yeah. hasn't crossed over yet. At TAA next year, I'll see him, and right. uh, he'll probably set something up because that's what it's about. Where you make You're going to network. Well, well you certainly can more than you do it. PCA, right? That it's, it's thirty not minutes as in a much boat to and you do. move on. It's yeah. four days of it, and you know, pull out your phone, record a little interview, get some audio, oh, and have them say it. It'd have to be come right here. It'd have to come right here and stuff. But I was I was tight with him back in the old days and stuff. But now he's uh, it's two years now in the business. He hasn't made his way over here yet, but that's okay. Uh, let's go to commercial. When we come back, remember the new Elbaton commercials here on this break. Plus, we're making lots of commercial changes in 2024. More on that, and Bill Burr approved an audio, and we'll have that later on, too. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua. The Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. Elberton cigars are handmade premium cigars from Nicaragua, created by the J.C. Newman Cigar Company. Expect a smooth, hearty smoke with a little spice and a great value. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton, Elberton, Elberton. There's a cigar in the shop called Elberton. Cut and light one now. In a world where the open road calls to the adventures, there is a cigar that pays tribute to a journey of resilience and determination. Introducing the Christoph Guardrail Cigar, a testament to the indomitable spirit of its founder, Glenn Case. The Guardrail's blend takes you on a captivating journey through the world's finest tobacco regions. 
Brazilian Maduro, Dominican Binder, and a unique touch of Zimbabwe. This medium to full-bodied cigar offers a variety of flavors that will delight your senses. With notes of caramel, the smoothness of French roast coffee, and the allure of dry cocoa, the God Rail's complexity is unmatched. Whether you're celebrating life's victories or savoring moments of camaraderie, the Christoph Guardrail Cigar brings people together with its unforgettable flavor and creamy finish. Take your taste buds on a ride they won't forget. Experience the Christoph Guardrail Cigar today. Christoph Cigars, take them for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red West Tampa. It's passion with a purpose. Welcome back. We're talking TAA, Tobacconist Association of America, and we're smoking the Osgar. 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 No, no aim in there. <laughs> okay. A55. You know I have the problem with the English language. <laughs> I know. I know. That's probably I, why. I don't think there's anything English about that name. <laughs> that's probably why Tim never says anything. It's it's close enough. Yeah, close enough. Um, I don't know. I like, I like brands that are easy to pronounce. Yeah. Red Anchor. Mm. Black Tie. The things I've come up with. Gold Star. Studio 21. Right. Simple things. I don't. I, I mess up with dos hombre yeah. and call it dos and it's dos. Yeah. Well, no, you call it dos and it's dos. Oh, dos and it's dos. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because we we speak English. Yeah. In this barely, country. barely, barely. barely. Um, so I mentioned in the ash holes this week. Do you listen to the ash holes at all, Jonathan? Sometimes it's on in the store. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we shit on you on. Yeah. That, yeah. So. And it's not care. worth it if you're not listening. <laughs> but um, we mentioned on the show we're, we're planning all new segments and new commercials for 2024. It's going to be a big revamp that's going to happen on the ash holes. But the same goes for the Cigar Authority. We're making lots mm. and lots of changes. Um, and you'll see all of it happen on January 1st when uh, it switches over. But we're in the working stages of it's time. Just like I tell you, TAA needs to be revamped a bit and stuff. Yeah. So does the Cigar Authority. You're saying, right. oh, you're throwing rocks at them and stuff. They can throw rocks back at you. I know I'm trying to throw the rocks back at myself too. 
It's time to revamp it. It's been sitting here for a long time. Let's change it up a little bit and make it better, right? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and this will be the first time in a long time that we're going to make drastic change like this. So if you have any ideas, you know how to get a hold of well, Jonathan. I have, I have an idea. What? Why don't we do the early thoughts on the uh, RMS A55 that we missed okay. in the last segment? All right. Because I wrote down a flavor note here. Uh, clover honey on wheat toast. When it, when it sinks into the crevices and it gets a little crystalline. Why couldn't it be a um, a wheat um, English muffin? Hmm. No. The ones no, with the crevices. No, no. Thomas's no, English muffin. No. No. No, it's wheat toast. Yeah? Just regular Clover wheat toast. honey, wheat toast. You're tasting some smoke, you fucking asshole. That's Bill Burr. That was never approved. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't approved. <laughs> and we got some approved Bill Burr stuff coming up on the show later on today. But um, this is a very, very good cigar. What was the mm. price on it? Uh, the price is 15 bucks. Mm, it's up there. Good cigar, though. Mm-hmm. Um, slow burner, stays lit, uh, and, and a good flavor to it. I don't know about clove honey on a Thomas's English muffin. But never said anything no. about an English muffin. <laughs> You can almost anyway. taste the nooks and crannies, yes. which no. bread doesn't have. No. Nooks and crannies. That's what did it for the yeah. for Thomas English Muffin. Absolutely. You could actually see it. It's a good, crannies. Who crannies. uses crannies? <laughs> Nobody. Thomas's English Muffin. And nooks that. are really just breakfast nooks, right? Right. Nooks and crannies. But you understand it. Oh, yeah. It was a winner. Okay, right <laughs> now it's time for the confessional, and that's brought to you by All Saints Cigars. It's time for the confessional. Brought to you by All Saints Cigars, featuring the All Saints St. Francis. Voted the 2021 Cigar of the Year. All Saints Cigars. In the name of the Churchill, Toro, and Robusto. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. And how long has it been, my son, since your last St. Francis uh, uh, <clears throat> confession? It's been one week since my last confession. And what is it that you have to confess today, my son? And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And if you have a confessional, I'm getting low. Uh, ah. Send uh, send uh, your confessionals in. Uh, send them in anonymously, please. This gentleman put his name, but you won't I'm going to keep him. Anyway. I'm going to keep him. Anonymous. And how do they send it? Where do they send it into? Right it? on the Contact Us page. You put in of thecigarauthority.com. Uh, yeah, on thecigarauthority.com. Put in some bullshit email. Don't put your real email. Don't put your real name. Mm. And in the subject line, put confessional. And then nobody will have to know, and it can be as risque as you like. Yeah. Hmm. Or not. Or, or not. Confess something. This guy kind of fucked up. Okay. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. I we have got a, committed. We got, a, we got a Catholic here. He knows how to play this game. <laughs> I have committed the sins of wrath, pride, and deceit. Some context is necessary. I had been living with this alphabet person for nearly. Five years. Oh, alphabet person. I don't know what that means, and I don't want to okay. know. Uh-huh. It doesn't seem right. All right, so that's a Dave Chappelleism. Oh. I was afraid it was. Yeah, that's what he calls. Because you just L- can't. You just LGBTQ, saw Dave Chappelle. It's the oh. alphabet people. Oh. All right. Well, that's that's your assumption. I'm not making any assumptions here. Uh, in those five years, I have actively encouraged her to seek therapy to fix her finances. To do pretty much anything to be a functional adult, she didn't the entire five years I lived with her. Let's go to the meat and potatoes. 
There was one point where I just stopped caring about what my roommate had been doing or what she really cared about, so I did a small bit of home maintenance where I rearranged my own damn pantry of my own food, only my stuff, none of hers. When she came back from a long day at work, she had a meltdown about it and took it all out on me, calling me all the same things that she would call her parents. Is this a roommate or is this is this something going on? You just on? have to let me get through it, man. All right. And I'm sorry it's a long one, but I didn't think that you were going to be able to stretch your TAA bullshit, so I just did my job <laughs> trying to fill. Uh, after that fight, I set a plan in motion. I decided I was going to move out and relatively quickly, so I spoke to the office of the place I was living at and asked to be removed from the lease at a certain point in time so my name would no longer be on the lease. I was breaking my part of the contract early and paid the fine. No big deal, only 600 bucks. But I didn't tell my roommate I did that. I lived there without my portion of the rent being paid because I thought she deserved it, but continued to help with everything else so she wouldn't catch on. Then I told her, after I was planning on moving out, that she should start looking for a new roommate quickly, and she found one very quickly. She would constantly gush about this person. That annoyed me, so I had stopped doing all of her finance stuff too and didn't tell her that either. I stopped paying all of her credit card payments. I was trying to time this and time it well. Then when it finally came to a head and I moved out, I was already off the lease and utilities for almost two months. I was living there but faking my way through the motions, never letting on what I had done. Three months of planning, it bore fruit. My name off the lease, she never asked why she had to sign something from the office. She never asked why she had to enroll new information on her credit cards or car payments. I wanted to stress this, Mr. J., she never asked questions. All of the non-payment alerts start popping up. They weren't mine, so I didn't care. He basically... He tr- you, she trusted you, you scumbag, right? Ah, I don't know. I kind of see her as the dirtbag here. Really? <laughs> and you hear him one side of the, side of the thing. He hey, scammed her. These are his sins. He scammed her, and he lived here. He lived mm-hmm. here and got off the thing, and yeah, he paid 600 but he stopped paying and still living with her. It's bad. You don't like it. I don't it's like it. It's not honorable. No. And she didn't ask any questions. Yeah, she trusted you. Yeah. See, Jonathan, you wouldn't do that. You'd just go to the person and say, I'm out of here. You're a mess. You'd say, I'm uh, usually a go fuck yourself kind of person, mm -hmm. face to face. Yeah, it's going to have to be a penance. Yes. Oh, for the love. Who who does that? For your penance, smoke two Churchills, three Robustos, all Saint Cigars this week. Does everybody know that's Tony V? <laughs> Probably. We yeah. told them last week. Yeah, we sure. told them. All right, because he's, he's now he's a character on there, but then you end up oh, he, having him on the He does the, the Ashholes intro, right, too. Right, right. Uh, upcoming shows in the Sky Authority next week, how to start a cigar brand. Um, not just the finance of it. We're not going to get into finance, but what do you do? What's the first move? You say, I'm going to... I'd like to make my own cigar brand. I've had many people come to me and approach me on that. What does it end up taking? And then here's the first step. Here's the second step. Here's the third step. The first step is to get somebody to talk you out of it. Right, right. So I guess I'll start with that and then go from there. (laughs) Uh, The following week, we start hitting November. So the care packages are on their way this week. And uh, they'll be out there in time for the November 4th show, which the, is the Artificial Cigar Shortage. Artificial mm. Cigar Shortage. With us will be Mickey Pegg, who will probably not add to anything no. onto this, but we'll ask questions anyway. He seems fun enough, just not yes. packed with information. Or he holds it 
tight to his vest. Yeah. Since the last time he's there, you know, he's with McAuliffe now, too. Yeah. So it'll be an interesting show. Maybe he'll talk about that. Well, maybe he won't tell us anything about McAuliffe either. Maybe. No. Maybe. You don't know. November 11th, the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And we're going to mm. talk a little about that on the after show today. So that's three weeks from today. Yep. November 11th, we will announce the contenders for the Cigar of the Year. And on November 18th, we have Nick and Nicholas Perdomo as we launch the 30th anniversary uh, Perdomo. Um, unfortunately, you will not get that in the care package because that would need me. We already have it in order to put it in the care package. We don't. I would like to. You're going to get a 20th, but we didn't have a 30th. There's no way we could do it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have him on anyway. And I will well, go from there. Even at, um, at the expo. He wasn't going to give me one of those 30ths. <laughs> you saw that, right? Because yeah. he doesn't even, at that point, he didn't have any. Yeah, to he give says, out like, I got seven left. You know, I said, well, I'm the producer of this. All right. Yeah. Here's a Maduro. <laughs> yeah. You, you had to fight for I it. I had but, to fight for it. But. but they're coming. They're coming. And I say it's the most anticipated cigar, uh, certainly of the time. year, but for a years, for a decade, maybe. Um, so we'll go from there and see what ends up happening. You want to do the Fab Five? Bang that out. Well, first, uh, the TAA is scheduled this time next year. Again, it was scheduled mm -hmm. for here, but it was changed because of how the PCA operates and, and mm -hmm. something that happened. So next year, October 20 to 24, it is in Aruba, um, and uh, I am going, uh, unless they throw me off because of what they heard this week, <laughs> which is a possible... Wouldn't be the first time someone decided not yeah. to do business with you? Yeah, but maybe because they say, yes, you're right, we do need some change, we got to get some old people off, and I'm old, and... Uh, <laughs> and you're the one it's <laughs> throwing okay. off. But a special hello going to the Aruba Cigar Company, our friend... Tom Troy, oh. who has a cigar shop right near there. Mm -hmm. um, and by the way, Tony V plays in Aruba often, he too. Does. So uh, I got lots of plans if I do stay on. Uh, lots of plans. But right now it is time for the Fave Five, and it's brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. It's time for the McAuliffe Fave Five, brought to you by McAuliffe Cigars. Smoke five McAuliffe cigars and be entered to win $300 in gift certificates weekly. That's five $50 gift certificates and an additional five $10 gift certificates for your friends. In December, all winners will be put back and entered to win the grand prize. A trip for two to next year's McAuliffe Open House in Texas. Simply go to McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA for more information. That's McAuliffeCigars.com slash TCA. Okay, you know how this works. Uh, just buzz in if you know it. Wait till you hear the whole question, Mr. Jonathan, before you answer. That's not how they play it, by the way. I've been watching uh, Family Feud, and they can buzz in anytime they want. Really? I'm just telling you All right, how Steve Harvey does it. No, no, I don't want to mess with your mojo over there. No, if that's how they do on it, I want, to stay, it so that I want to stay to the rules then. If that's the rules, okay, buzz in anytime you want. Do we know if this but thing I, works? But, but the, right, it works. <laughs> <laughs> he ruins everything. He does. Ruin the whole show, Ed Sullivan. <laughs> so when, uh, let me ask you this. When Steve Harvey says something and somebody buzzes in, does he finish the question? No. He doesn't finish the no. question. No. finish the question. You got to give their answer. Yeah. All right. That's the way it's going to work for now. That works well. All right. 
All right. I'm just going to say green. <laughs> Whatever his question is, I'm saying green. Name a sport. Damn it. Most men aren't as good at as they think. Mr. Jonathan, this is him. Surprise. That would be golf. Yeah, that's it. Golf is the number one answer. Sure You're goddamn right is it is. the number one answer. You got it. It's probably some tennis and maybe bowling. Or Wow. We have bowling as number five. Basketball? Basketball number two. I'm trying to think of all the sports Dave knows that he would have put on his own list. I mean, football's not going to make it, is Football it? number three. Mm. Really? Well, then well, you got to have bait. soccer. And soccer is number four. <laughs> that is it. Golf, <laughs> basketball, football, soccer, and bowling. Bowling was good. That you said that, that I wouldn't think would be there. It's not that a was sport. Ed that said it. But yeah. yeah, but it was still good. Is it, is it a sport? Like he's not? No. It's a game. It's yeah. definitely a game. It's not a sport. But golf's a game too. That's not a sport either. Yeah. It doesn't take any athletic I mean, prowess. I, I think you have to be... <laughs> You have to be at risk of severe injury for it to be a sport. Exactly. And throwing your back out because you're old and fat is not a risk right. of injury. I mean, what, is darts a sport too? You yeah. could get injured if somebody... Is threw. horse racing a sport? You can get fucked up on a horse. Mm. That's a sport. That's a sport? Yeah. <laughs> you can't fucked up anything. Nah. Bowling. Nah. You'd have to be kind of a spaz. You really have to be an idiot to yeah. get hurt bowling like, or like golfing. Twinkle Toes Flintstone yes. or something. Right. He, he Sliding hurt himself. down. Okay. Osinger A55. <laughs> There's another word in there, too, that I can't pronounce, so I'm just going to go with the... Aramis. Um, Aram- honeydew melon. And right where it, it it's right up against the green. You know what I'm talking about? Right yeah. up, right up against, against the, the right. white. Oh, the rind is white. Honeydew melon. The the uh, it's the that's the one that looks like a canvas ball almost, right? Mm-hmm. You cut yeah, it in half. You all, scoop out all, the seeds. Yeah. It's orange, and you eat no, it down. That is not a honeydew. That's, that's, the that's a cantaloupe. That's the one honeydew I meant. Honeydew is the green. Yeah. Cantaloupe next to not the cantaloupe. green. Cantaloupe. 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 <laughs> yeah. That one. Wow, I'm surprised you don't know your right fruits next to the very well. I don't eat fruits that often. Really? Like right next to Lectin? the no no. You're not a fruit guy. I'll have an apple sometimes. <laughs> Ted, Ted Hughes says you need to kiss the contestants like Richard Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> Was he on that show? That was the same show? Family Feud? Yeah. yeah. Richard Dawson? We could wa- do it while we're watching baseball. I'll kiss you on the strikes. You can kiss me on the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Boo. <laughs> wow, you held that one up. That took you 30 years to get that one out, huh? Ah, disgusting. <laughs> All right, let's go to break. And when we come back, we had Tony V on last week, and he and Bill Burr did a play-by-play for the Cigar Expo, and we got the okay with Bill Burr to share some of the highlights with it, and Ed put a little highlight package together. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. seven minutes long, and it is pretty good. It is pretty good. Uh, it's, it's so good that Tony said, that was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that and more when we come back. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. 
Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package. Agent Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world, from exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and believe it or not, I am 62 years old. Well, to celebrate my 60th birthday, we wanted to come up with something really, really special. I went and looked at some of our oldest tobaccos that we'd grown in our farms from 2014 in Esteli, Nicaragua, and we found bales of fillers. 7th and 8th priming Lijero. Just wonderful, rich, rich tobaccos. A dark, oily San Andreas wrapper. A great binder from Mexico. And then fillers from Jalapa and Esteli. This cigar is called the Rocky Patel 60th. Looks like a dark chocolate and tastes like a dark chocolate. It's got layers and layers of coffee, espresso, lingering spice, uh, it is rich and decadent. You're going to try one, and you're going to fall in love. This cigar got the number two cigar of the year in Cigar Aficionado. Rightly so. I hope you enjoy it. I love it, and I promise you this cigar is going to deliver everything you enjoy in a fine cigar.
say cigars are all the same. It's just not true. It's you I have to blame. Well, I don't know, because what I know, there is a cigar called Aladino. Corojo. Aladino Corojo. Aladino Corojo. They say authentic, so we're not confused, while the others say it's a word that's just abused. I guess that's so, they can't compete, at least I'm sure Aladino can't be beat. Corojo, Aladino Corojo, Aladino Corojo. Aladino Cigars, use authentic Corojo tobacco from JRE Tobacco. This is the greatest commercial you ever heard. Yeah. Hello, this is Ernesto Perez Carrillo from EP Carrillo Cigars. And you're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring the West Tampa Black, White, and now Red West Tampa Cigars. It's passion with the purpose. That was Ernesto Carrillo who made this Ozinger cigar. (laughs) Zinger. I keep saying it, right? Yeah. Ozinger. Just go with it. Just live with it. Yeah, you're never going to get Agonorsa right either. Or Gusto. Yeah. He got, I think he got Gusto. He has said Gusto a couple of times, but he goes back to it. Yeah. It's so bad that I'm so terrible at this. <laughs> All these years, and I don't improve. Ah, whatever it is. Okay, uh, we have a uh, cigar we have never smoked. In our lives? On this show. Uh-huh. And this show's been going on for a long, long time, and this brand has been along, around for a long time, but there's a reason for it. So what are we smoking here, Mr. Jonathan? Cigar number two is the Cuesta Ray Centro Fino number 60. Now, you'd think number 60 to be a 60 ring gauge. Yep. But it's not. No, because Dave didn't name it. Mm-hmm. And it was out a long time ago before there, before was there were 60. even molds for 60 ring yeah. gauge. But it, so this is a and Toro. this is the sun-grown version. This is, correct. Yeah. It, this is the uh, Toro uh, weighing in at 6 by 50. It is rolled by the folks at Tabacalera A. Fuente. The wrapper is Sumatra sun-grown, and you've got Dominican binders and fillers. In 1884, a young Spanish immigrant, Angel La Madrid Cuesta, opened his first cigar factory and soon earned a reputation as one of the greatest handmade cigar craftsmen of his day. He was joined a few years later by Peregrino Ray and formed the world-renowned Cuesta Ray Premium Quality Cigars. A little fun fact, Cuesta Ray cigars were once the official cigar of the 19th century Spanish king, Alfonso the 13th. Hmm. A single is going to set you back $8.99. A box of 10 is $72.99, dropping the single price down to only $7.30. If you're too far away from a brick-and-mortar retail store that carries it, try 2GuysCigars.com. That's the number 2GuysCigars.com. And the little pamphlet on the inside is an interesting little flavor note. Just like a center cut of beef, the finest and most flavorful wrapper tobacco on the stock comes from the center Centrofino selection. Mm. Okay. So uh, let's give it a cut and light, see what it's all about. $7 cigar, boxes of 10. Mm. Yeah. Pretty amazing, right? This day and age. Yeah. Made by Fuente. 
Hard to believe. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand while all other brands were raising prices. Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. See how everyone gave Kevin T a dirty look because he didn't cut along with us? Yeah. Yeah. He Mm. deserves that. The dirty look? Mm-hmm. He's a policeman. He gets dirty looks all the time, right? <laughs> He's used to it. Doesn't bother him. Corn silk. Corn silk. He's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but you know who we have to get to validate that. Mm, Freddie. Yeah, old fire. Freddie, Freddy. are you listening today? Yeah, I think he listens he w- on he w- Sundays. He worked for me for like twenty years. Never listened to the show. <laughs> right. He left and he n- never misses. Yeah, I miss old Fat Freddy. Me too. Go over his house and record some stuff. Yeah, he's down the Cape. Yeah, or something, he's far away. He? Well, he comes up for corn season. Which yeah. we're in the throes. Was that of the right best now. segment? That was a great segment. That was good. Old Fat Freddy, and he had his little I words almost, of wisdom. I almost got canceled for some of the stuff I wrote on that. Yeah, you wrote some of that stuff. <laughs> was good uh this cigar um was a big deal in the 90s and for whatever reason it kind of went away but it it lived a few different lives but you know this is um one of the longest running continually running brands and maybe the longest continually running brand that's in the market today uh and you wouldn't know that because you didn't do your homework Hmm. but ed sullivan knows it we'll get Mm -hmm. to that in a minute but let's light her up I said it started in 1884. What other brand started before that? Nobody? Lots. Yeah. Red Anchor. 1772. But it wasn't in regular production. This has been nonstop Correct. production. Okay. You said that? Do you even you said- listen? Not really. <laughs> We're going to light our cigar today while Dave sits over there not listening. With the Matrix by Lotus. The Matrix by Lotus features a flip top. Three jets angled for pinpoint accuracy and fueled by the patented Vertigo big-ass tank. On the front, you've got a fuel window. At the bottom, an easy adjustment and flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of $49.99. That is the Matrix by Lotus. All right, we're bringing Quest Array back right now. Really? Just the initial taste is awesome. Mm -hmm. It's got some strength to it, which is amazing. Uh, it's amazing. You cigar. can tell it has some strength to it in one puff. That's it. Well, <laughs> you don't. As I asked you earlier, do you listen to the ash holes? Yeah, one draw. That's the law. Yeah, one we can draw, figure out everything. One draw. That's a law. One draw. That's a law. Uh, I'm thinking of only taking one draw from all my cigars <laughs> and then put it aside. Get a different one. Mm. You'd love that, wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> Look how white that ash is. It's got lots of flavor. Mm. It's like a forgotten gem is what we have here. And I did a lot of research on this cigar. Mm. I created the Cigar Hall of Fame. Go to thecigarhalloffame.com, and you'll see three. The first three cigars were inducted into the Cigar Hall of Fame, and one of them is Cuesta Ray because it is the longest continuing cigar um, that there is. It has not stopped all this time, and um, during the cigar boom, it was huge. 
uh, made a giant comeback, and then years go by, and it's forgotten, and whatever. They were smart to put it in boxes of 10. I remember selling boxes of 10 when people weren't buying boxes of cigars because it was an easy box to sell. But think of this as, you said $70-something, right? Seventy-two ninety-nine For a box of uh, real Toros because they're 6 by 50 Again, this is old. This is before they were putting 52s and 54s. On these things, this was a Toro. It was a good sized cigar back in the day. It's a good tasting cigar today. I'm I'm uh, blown away with by it. And uh, uh, I asked you to listen to the um, hand rolled movie. There's a brand new movie that just came out this week. Hand rolled was a movie that came out a couple of years ago. And now they're going to start doing this hand-rolled company, which mm-hmm. is a movie company, is now doing it on individual brands and doing stories yeah. on it. It's about an hour long, and it's free. You can go to YouTube and do hand-rolled J.C. Newman. Yeah. And it's all about the J.C. Newman company. We have Eric Newman on here. You'll see a lot of Eric Newman and Bobby, his brother, and, and his son. And um, you'll see... A lot of history of this Cuesta Ray brand and see why it belongs where it belongs. What did you learn about Cuesta Ray? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> you know, what, 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 what I, I love how you just tried to put a nail in my coffin and uh, Ed Sullivan came up short. No, he, he knew it all. Here's the thing I, I think uh, what was great about it is it wasn't focused just on Cuesta Ray, it gave you the history of what was going on in the whole industry yes. over the course of all that time. Yeah. But what I learned most of all is that I need to go on that factory tour. Yes. I've never been. Yeah. Oh, it's exceptional. Great. You exceptional. get to, and this is high value production. It's top end professional production. So you get to see some of the factory on there, but I need to get there. Yeah. It's worth your hour. To watch it, that. It definitely yeah. is. So, and it's right on YouTube. So just go to YouTube right after the show and do um, hand-rolled J.C. Newman. There it is. You'll see and 57 minutes or whatever it is. It's, Light one up and sit back and relax. It's well-edited, too. Carlito didn't cry. Yes. Well, I'm sure he did, but, but it's did. edited. Right. Because he was there. getting choked up talking yeah. about the relationship between the families. Yeah, yeah. You'll see all that when you go to to to, to it. And um, one, wonderful, wonderful story, wonderful cigar brand. And uh, I'd like to bring it back in a big way. I'd like to bring this brand back. I said it to Eric Newman. I said, it's time for Questor A to make it back big. And uh, he says, yeah, we're going to work on packaging. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. How about do nothing to it? Mm-hmm. Let's just bring it back by itself. Chat room thinks you might want to bring sexy back as well. I do, but I'm getting older now, and I think so I've you're lost just going to bring chance. back. So Quest it's going to be Quest Ray. Ray. Let's not have him throw his back out until <laughs> after the show is over. Uh, no, how, how do you beat this for seven dollars? So it isn't always what's new. You got to go back to what's good. Is this not a good cigar? It's good. Great combustion line. It's a really good cigar. Great draw. For that kind of money. A lot of flavor. And it's just been forgotten. Uh, and maybe that's not the case for everybody. Maybe there's stores out there that still do very well with it and, and should. And I just missed the boat on it for a lot of years. But uh, a great history and a great cigar. And the price, how do you beat it? And their box, the 10. 
It's a no-brainer. Right. And here's my positive spin on it. I wouldn't have known it was Sumatra except that you said it. You're not getting a lot of that Sumatra flavor. It's got some nice spice Did to he it, say though. Dominican Sumatra? What did you say? Sun-grown. Uh, Sumatra sun-grown over Dominican binders and fillers. So mm. it might be Sumatra from Sumatra. Mm. It yeah. might be. Probably. And and they have the, there's Connecticut versions of this. There's, there's everything, but I thought this one would be the, yeah. the one to highlight um, some spice to it, some good flavors. Uh, I think we have a winner here. But right now, it's time to ask the Don from Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Gavin writes, Gentlemen, including Mr. Jonathan. Ah, very nice. I'm a relatively new listener, started in April, and a Care Package Prime member. My Yay. question is about humidification. I have a 50-count wood humidor that I use the crystal gel jar and solution for humidity. I recently got a travel humidor and got packs to use in that. Both do a great job with my cigars, but the packs take up much less space than does the crystal jar. My question is which, if either, is better I was thinking of switching to packs in my humidor, but the jar is doing a great job. I love the podcast. Keep doing what you're doing. Cheers, genitals. Signed, Gavin. Genitals. It's what he wrote. Hmm. Cheers, genitals. 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 Balls. Cheers. Genitals. I don't think you just have to be balls to be genitals. I think genitals could be non-gender specific. Mm-hmm. Really? It's just that, yeah, that it's area. Just oh. naughty bits. Okay. The uglies that yeah. one might bump. That's a, that's a weird way to end it. it. Yeah. It was very good other than, unless he meant gentlemen. Cheers, gentlemen. It spelled it wrong. Autocorrect. Autocorrect has screwed us over many times. Yes. Hmm. It, I, it, I never mean ducking. Never. Right. <laughs> uh, I'd say if you do, whatever you're doing, if it's working, continue doing that. Because if you're, when you figure out every, every humidor, especially wood ones, they have a certain leak rate. So if your jar of crystals is matching the output of humidity out of the humidor and you're maintaining between 55 and 65 using that jar, if you introduce something else that releases the moisture faster or slower, let's say you went to distilled water, which would be faster, or if you went to those packs, it may be slower, you could see a change in your relative humidity. So if it's working, stick with it. Plus the packs, you have to replace them each time, and in the humidor, it's going to go slower. In a plastic clamshell locked-in thing, it's going to last a long time. But when you put it into a humidor, it's going to go a lot faster. And with those little beads, you just keep adding water to the refill thing, and it's over and over, and you bought it once. I'm in the business of selling stuff. Yeah, I want to sell you things (laughs) more often, but you don't have to do it. Um, You know, what what are you talking up the amount of space you're taking up of four cigars? 
Yeah, not even. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, the, and, and in that application, also, don't they have a gel? They have a bead one that doesn't go sit in there. It actually sticks to yeah, the top. There, there's ones with magnets and yeah. peel and stick things. Hmm. Um, the uh, humidor situation like that with the jar on the bottom, you absolutely want to keep your cellophane on your cigars no matter what because uncellophane cigars next to that jar, those wrappers are going to rob humidity out of that jar first. They're going to call for it and you're going to see some split wrappers and you may even develop mold. Keeping the cellophane on your cigars in that application specifically buys you the extra time and doesn't allow that robbing to happen. If your humidor still has the divider, put that jar on one side of the divider, put the divider right up against the jar, and now you've got a little bit of space between your cigars and the jar. There we go. Just my two cents. Or sometimes there's a little piece of wood divider that you could put that jar, piece of wood there, blocking that off, right? Ed Sullivan, does that sound at all familiar to you? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I just said. All right, then. You really aren't listening. (laughs) No. (laughs) He wasn't kidding. (laughs) I just said that exact same shit. All right. He waited for you to finish before he said He did. He didn't interrupt me with with saying exactly what I was saying. So kudos to you for that. All right. So uh, before I get, uh, Ed gets to the star reviews, um, people have been complaining. If you saw last week, Jonathan hands me a note and says, here, check this out. This is somebody saying that I did the cigar review and my name. You didn't include it. I didn't include his name into there. And that's because I wasn't getting some of these. And I was saying to myself, some people aren't getting them to me in time. And, you know, now we're going to start sending, like on the 25th of the month, we're going to send something to the pe- only the people that didn't send it and say, you didn't send it. Therefore, if you did send it to us again or whatever's wrong. And Dan jumped in and said, you're getting too much spam. There's too much happening on this. Let me take this out. Let me put this over here. And I'll handle it from there because it's computer shit and I yeah. can fuck it up or whatever, you know. I know. So he's going to now take it and it'll be much better. Yeah, it's a younger person's game. Right. So what I'm going to say to the people that are on that review panel. It'll never you, happen again. It's fixed. Yep. Yeah, but if you send it in and you don't get a reply after a day or so. Hmm. No, we're not reach replying. Out. Why wouldn't you reply and say, I got it. That way they know that it's in. Well, you got to talk to Dan about that, so I never did. All right. Well, I'm going to talk to Dan. He should be replying. I I believe I already talked to him about it, but I'll do it again. Uh, There should be a reply. listen what we're doing. You're not listening. So on the 25th (laughs) of the month, he's going to see the people that didn't, and he's going to write to them and send them an email and saying, get your – you got seven days to get us your your thing in, especially the Group A – which the first one we're going to go is Group A. If you came in a little late, but Group A has to be has to get worked on immediately. So uh, that's how he he planned on doing it. But replying to every person, I guess it's only forty people, right? Got it. And if they didn't say it, then your phone generates an auto reply anyways. So you just hit the button and it done. Hmm. It take two seconds per. All right, you got to say that to him. Yeah, it's maybe a 40-second proposition we're talking about here. All right. 
Anyway, Dan says it's fixed. It's mm-hmm. not going to be a problem anymore. And this stuff happens when we try something new. And by the way, we're going to be trying lots of new things at the mm-hmm. first of the Boy. year. So issues are going to happen. But you have a cigar review. Uh, 2D, is it? Three. No, three. I don't even know. You don't know. I don't know what, which one it you is. You don't study these things? This is 3C. 3C. I said 2D, so it wasn't even close. Yeah. You were off by one. 3C. 3C. Um, how much does it cost to be in this? Uh, it's twenty dollars. You get two cigars, <laughs> but two of the same cigars blind. Two of the same. Yeah. So this particular group did pretty well, since the retail price of the reviewed cigar is twenty five nineteen per single. Per single, so so over fifty dollar value. And <clears throat> the cigar in question. Is the Freud Alter Ego Lonsdale. Oh, wow. The Psychoanalysis. And this particular cigar, I wish I I got this one. I like a Lonsdale. Okay. I love a Lonsdale. It's a, a six and a half by 43. And really what stands out in the review is that, well, marble rye bread. Marble rye. That's pretty specific. If I were going to consume lectins, it would be marble rye. Yeah. If you were going for breakfast and they said, what kind of toast do you want? Always rye. Always. The marble rye. Yeah. If they don't have the marble rye, I'll take whatever rye they have. Okay. I'm not getting Wonder Bread toast. No, no. That's ridiculous. I like a Jewish rye? Caraway seeds on the outside? I love caraway seeds. Caraway seeds are delicious. That's a good time. And listen, if they don't have it, then I'll get the nooks and crannies. Yeah. Because why wouldn't yeah. you, right? I'll go with a rye or an English mob. We're right on, on track. We should it. have breakfast. All right. Let's do we'll that. do it. So the other thing that stands out is a, a lot of flavor transitions across this, which often uh, lead, yields a good score. People like something that's changing over the course. Especially of blind, because they, it'll captivate your attention. It gives you something to talk about, yeah. right? Should we go to breakfast Monday and front unload just in case? We, oh. have, a, we have a luncheon date. And Dave's goes, worried. Yeah, uh, in case it goes I gotta, sour. I got I to gotta tell a little bit of this story. <laughs> so there's, there's people, um, the names will be left out, but there's people in Dave's office and they're talking about this lunch dinner, the lunch thing that's happening. And I sent you the email, Dave. Oh, I didn't get the email. Of course he got it. I did not. He doesn't want to go. I did not He does get not want to go. So, but they came in they person to came in person to make sure the invitation was delivered. He got the invitation, and now he's stuck. The only thing he could possibly do is not put it in his book, so he forgets. Right, but he put it in his book. No, so I can't forget going. because Ed's going, and he says, "Oh, good, we'll meet here." <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Oh, he's so mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the best part is that it's. Uh, it's weird Portuguese food or some shit, right? Uh, it, it's not necessarily weird. It's Portuguese food. As as soon as uh, she said that, Dave's oh, face. Oh, crestfallen. Uh, crestfallen. <laughs> she, she said. Were you in the room when this happened? No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I watched you get cornered. She said, well, Dave, you like everything. No. No, I he said, likes three things. Yeah, I, I listed the three. Meat, potatoes, pasta. And you pasta see? includes bread. That's yeah. across the board. Yeah, you like a nice bread. Anything yeah, that is flour-based, nice including breading. No, yes. you'll be fine. I'm I'm making the dessert. Yeah, it's a tart. Yes, a lemon blueberry tart. That's the lemon only- and blueberry. Yes, not separate. 
Not separate. See, I'd like it separate. No, it's not going to be separate. What's going to happen is it'll be whole blueberries. You put that in the tart shell, and then you cover it with a lemon curd. 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 Yeah, I don't like the curd a, word But either. the one thing I'll say about you is you, you tend to be more adventurous when it comes to dessert. Mm-hmm. You won't try a sushi, but you would try some sort of cookie that you've never had before. And I, I need any cookie. <laughs> I don't eat cheesecake. Really? Isn't that weird? You like cream cheese? No. Really? That's the reason you don't like cheesecake? Because yeah, it's cream I, cheese. I don't know. I never ate it. Well, hopefully. I'm very strange. Hopefully the lunch. For a fat guy, it's very strange, right? <laughs> hopefully the lunch will score as well as the Freud alter ego, okay. which came in at 893 Look how you went so full good. circle. Very good job Folded. at that. Yeah, I mean, it's only .07 off from that coveted 90, but close all right. enough. All right. Um, all right, let's get to it. Um, we got to get to this. Bill Burr and Tony V, these are highlights of the micro wrestling that ended up happening. We got approval. We, we have everything, by the way. We have the whole show and everything, and maybe someday we'll be able to release everything, video and audio. But we got the okay on the audio of this. Yeah. So here's just a six, seven minute. Seven minutes, 33 seconds. All right, perfect. Let's do but it. But who's counting? And uh, just to uh, uh, let you guys in on the, the rider we got from these uh, athletes, can you all provide a ladder, a table, a garbage can, a metal chair, and some fun, strange household item weapons, and two staple guns and a blindfold. Pretty much your standard rider on yeah. entertainment. That, that sounds like a good night at my house. 100%. You know, they look like toddlers, and they have the same energy. <laughs> These guys are just nonstop. I don't know if they're going to have anything left for the fight. If he gets down on them, and I don't mean down on them, but if he gets low... No, I guess lo- I guess he's already low. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to put him in a quarter, Nelson. <laughs> I like how you can't own a pit bull in this state, but you can have midgets beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> right in the small of his back. he got all of them right there that's a size four coming down on your spleen becomes a size eight with the physics yeah is he gonna pin him or fuck him (laughs) (laughs) oh a little of both it looks like apparently it looks like a little of both he's already taking it to the nuts now he's taking it to the chin now he's gonna get it in the ass (laughs) he's got them all covered I think that hurt him as much as it hurt the other guy. Well, fortunately, they don't have far to fall. No. After this, after this, these guys are going to take an ice bath in a soup pot. (laughs) (laughs) He's going for it. He's going all the way up top. He wants to hear the crowd get into it. This could be a fatal fall for a man this size. (laughs) That's the equivalent of jumping off of a two-story building. Oh, he misses. It's meatball, ladies and gentlemen. I got to tell you, by the look on his face, he means business. Look at that guy. I stuck Jesus, my, I, I am not fucking with him. I put my hand out for a handshake. He just stared at it. 
He's one of the uh, most sought-after wrestlers in the country. Oddly, still can't get on a roller coaster. (laughs) (laughs) The other fella's got to be the most shredded midget I've ever seen. I mean, Jesus Christ. What's your workout? The guy's got a fucking nine-pack. He looks like uh, Chief J. Strongbow's Hummel. (laughs) He looks like the sexiest eight-year-old I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I'm still not convinced that's not an eight-year-old that's getting beat up. Oh, you hate to see it at the bus stop. Bam! That's how you do it. That's right. Uh-oh, he's got it. Uh, he's going to use his own headband on him. He said, give him the sausage meatball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, these guys off, uh, when they're not uh, wrestling, are actually, uh, they know each other. And occasionally, the little one will get on meatball shoulders and put a trench coat on and buy one ticket to a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All this cigar smoke and these little fellas, I can't see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> I think meatballs run out of energy here, man. You're sauntering around. Well, fucking step it up, you fucking bastard. He's going to fuck uh, by you By the time up. I get there, you're going to be asleep. <laughs> you're older than me. You're like 80. <laughs> Don't taunt meatball. I'm on your side, dude. Your ass is bigger than your stomach. Well done, Meat. Well done. Oddly enough, Meatloaf was his father. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not so oddly enough. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to top that boat. That was exciting. Well, if that is his son, maybe he should have slept on it. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, this is one of the top cigar smoking events in the world. I'm sure you guys could feel it. (laughs) Oh, no, he's got a crutch now. He took a crutch from a poor... There's a crutch in the crowd. Plenty of handicapped parking here at this event. (laughs) Anything goes when they start walking through the crowd. Yeah. Watch out for these little bastards. They'll take your phone. (laughs) Oh, they dropped him. That's a 10-story building to that fella. (laughs) I've seen this. He's going to spank him. He's going to do the ventriloquist. Oh. oh. You know, I feel bad for these guys. That's going to it's going to be a long ride home in the child safety seat. <laughs> Endless. <laughs> Always fun. <laughs> the crowd throwing out gems. <laughs> That's just the half of the it. Half of it. Meatball, Meatball give him the sausage. sausage. Those are two gems. Oh, this is just a hornet's nest of midgets now. You know, I like these little fellas. They're half a man, but they got full-size tempers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you got, if you go by total weight, there's one uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in that ring. 
There is a weirdo. Is a I weirdo. saw him. He just yeah. skimmed your nuts. Yes. He gave you that TSA pre-check, didn't yes. he? <laughs> we have a life-size doll so you can point to where he touched you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the gifts keep oh, coming. Look at this. Oh, oh they I rang said, the bell at this oh. qualification. What's happening what here? What happened, Rev? That looked like an ant farm in there for a while. It's unbelievable. I've never seen savagery like this before. The referee life. tapping out like an absentee father. This is like preschool right before nap time. They're forming alliances like on that TV show. Uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> and thank you to two guys for putting this all on. And special shout out to Bobby at Polkari's. In the North End. I got your t-shirt, by the way. He loves wrestling, does not like little people. And we don't know if that's true, whether Bobby likes little people yeah, or not. Yeah, we don't know. He's saying that. So, you know, as we have the disclaimer at the end of it, the opinions <laughs> here are that of the, the guests and not necessarily yeah. our opinions. Those two said some of the most fucked up shit about <laughs> the little people that you think... But you'd never say out loud, and they actually said it. That was seven minutes of 75 minutes right. of it. Bill Burr going after Meatball was so awesome in person. They were jawing the at each other. And yeah. you, you really, I mean, you, you kind of think that it's set up, but that guy. They barely had any time together <laughs> at all. So he, he well, came in. Well, in Meatball's case, he, he really was a little unhinged. I kind of talked to him a little bit off stage, and he was a little loony. So he may have been serious. Well, we don't know. He, he was mad about the. Stinky face, too. <laughs> that I wasn't going to allow a stinky face. Right. I let go at the very end. I, yeah. I let him do it, so he left happy. Uh, uh, no, on his podcast, Burr said he, he talked to Meatloaf, at, or Meatloaf, Meatball afterwards, and they were cool. And he was cool. Yeah. But yeah. Tony V had some of the best one-liners. I mean, that, <laughs> that guy is a, an absolute professional when it comes to going off the cuff, as we've seen on our show. It was great. It was great. And so was this Quest Array, Cedrofino number 60, sun-grown so far. Fabulous Phenomenal. cigar. Uh, beautiful, beautiful ash. Well together, put together. This is a top, top of Toro Fuente cigar. It, it uh, smokes like a $10 plus cigar. Sure, easy, easy. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we've got mail to get to, three of them, a prize to give away, and lots more. We're live in the Toscano Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate what could be a better passion project? We all came up with a vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. We'll never take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper 
a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan Habano wrapper that the Cigar Authority named their 2019 Cigar of the Year. And the Don Lino Africa, which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours? Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donut. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose. Hey, what's up? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, powered by the West Tampa Tobacco Company, featuring West Tampa Black, White, and Red. It's West Tampa Cigars, passion with purpose. 
And uh, that was some funny shit right there, right? Yes, it was. <laughs> that and was great. A, and that was, like, as I say, that seven minutes of 75 minutes. So, And some of it I missed because I was setting up the music for the next guy and making sure the song was right yeah. and all that. Yeah, so same for, was, I, I didn't catch it all, but then when I went back, I just went through and pulled all the best stuff out of it. And I, there was plenty of other good stuff. Sure. All right, we've got a prize to give away, and uh, those that are listening, you can't see the prize, but uh, I am beside myself right now uh, <laughs> because I think I see what uh, could possibly be. It looks like lotion, doesn't it? It could possibly be lotion. <laughs> now, if I just went by the picture, I might have said lotion, but it came with a little write-up. So okay. what we have here is a uh, – the segment is brought to you by the H. Ubman, the banker, and that is the banker Perrier Water. Bottle of Perrier water. Call it internal lotion, if you will. Okay. Uh, there is also a credit card wallet, a bracelet, and an H. Upman coin. Off well, of the low price of just sending in an email and making it onto the show. Is that some kind of magic winning. bracelet? I mean. Uh, so I don't get it. Why is there Perrier? Because huh. it's, it's green also? They don't send the... Reasoning? The explanation behind uh, it. They just you, send the shit. Maybe it's and, just to cleanse your palate. I get the wallet. I get the coin. Banker. Yeah. banker. I don't know about the bracelet, but Perrier water. It seems like they put that in there just to make it you look like lotion. clearly aren't working for the marketing department over there. So Okay. Unless you want to end up having that job, I think you should probably just keep quiet All and right. let them give away the prize. <laughs> Following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and Joe writes, Weird ways to light a cigar. I was staying at my friend's house Monday and ran out of fuel in my lighter, and then we ran out of matches. Mm. He just bought a house and couldn't find his lighters or butane. I was embarrassed we couldn't light cigars because he's a huge cigar guy with a 2,000-count humidor, and I work at a cigar shop. Mm. He wouldn't let me light it on his stove. So we took a stick from the ground and lit it on his grill. It was the best way to light a cigar ever. No, it wasn't. Uh, what is the weirdest way you guys have lit a cigar? Wow. I loved when I came up from Virginia Memorial Day weekend and saw your show live. You guys are the best hosts. Thanks, Joe, from for, Alexandria, Virginia. For me, Virginia. it was a toaster. Get out of here. Yeah, with the heating element. You have to get it just right in there, too. You know, I've done it with... An electric stove, yeah, before, and it's stuck. Yeah, well, remember, that's, remember the, the, that's the coils. coils I've yeah. done it on the glass top, and oh, wow, it, it didn't stick, but it was a bitch to get that burnt tobacco off the glass. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I've done the stick, yeah. you know, on a on a gas grill. We've done what we had to do over the past, over the years. Yeah. You do what you have to. Just do. trying to think of that, man. That could be a whole show of the different. You know, I never rubbed two sticks together. I never uh, got to, got to that point. Magnifying glass? Do you think you could do? You it? probably could. I did lit it. I lit mine on the Blackstone once. Uh, I was assembling the Blackstone when I first got. It. I hadn't even um, put the top on and seasoned it. And I was well, that's testing the grill. That it's like- yeah, I was testing to make sure that the elements worked before I put it all mm. together. And they fired up, and I had my cigar in my well, hand, and I hadn't move, lit it. Instead of the way I did it, <laughs> yeah. so I I toasted and lit on the on the blackstone before I put the uh, the lid on. Ah, good, interesting question. I bet there's people that could. Uh, and we're not. We, we're uh, by the way, we're uh, looking for emails because uh, you got kind of caught up. I'm caught up on on regular emails. Yeah, yeah. Th- there's a lot of people writing in questions. 
Uh, you notice I've switched on the question of the week to reading an email because I get a lot of questions and this gives me a chance to kind of flush through a couple of questions mm -hmm. in one show. Uh, so if you have regular emails, send them. Weird way to light a cigar. That's a good one. Um, and actually, you know what? That that would make a great after show if people sent in all their weird ways and we had 10 or 20. Yeah. So send them in over the next couple of weeks and I'll compile them and we'll do an after show on that. Uh, Jason writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Mr. Jonathan, the video you posted of the nightclub two-step dance routine was not only very talented and surprising, but it took me back to watching Lawrence Welk with my grandmother. <laughs> so I know that wasn't your in intent, but it was something I've been missing for 25 years and so desperately needed. Much like cigars can bring back memories, so can something as simple as watching a dance routine. Thank you for that, and please keep posting them. So I am relearning Facebook. Facebook has changed since I was thrown off three and a half years ago. I didn't know that if I posted a video in an event in a group that every one of my friends would be able to see it. So I'm expecting, I'm trying to promote this lesson that I'm teaching <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. So I put a video up of me doing the dance of the lesson that I'm teaching. And, and everybody saw it. I get a hundred cigar people commenting <laughs> Like, oh, this is really cool. I didn't know that you really knew how to dance. And, oh, this makes sense that you dance with yeah, men and all that. Yeah, for a different group of people. Yeah. And I don't, I absolutely don't mind that people watch the video or that they comment it. It's great. If, if they get exposed to dance, that's awesome. But I just didn't know what I didn't know. <laughs> I posted it and got an unintended consequence out of it. Hopefully, I have a great mm. lesson and lots of people show up. But there were like three dancers Imagine that commented. Imagine a whole bunch of cigar people that are <laughs> oh jumping your dance. <laughs> Two it's worlds a, collide. It's at a VFW hall where they allow smoking on the other side. So there'll be a bunch of cigar guys on that side Wouldn't drinking that be beer. Lawrence Welk. Were you dancing with at least a woman? I was dancing with a woman, yes. Oh, so that worked out. You must have seen Lawrence Welk, right? Yes, right. of course. A one and a two and a three. How about good night, sleep tight, yeah. and pleasant dreams to, to you. Yes. Adios, au revoir, a vida zane. Good night. Yeah, that's how it ended. Yeah, and I'm the gay one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, at least he admitted it. Yeah. This is a card that was sent snail mail. Huh. Uh, and the card says, I don't know the recipe for happiness, but it probably has a lot of cigars in it. But it said bacon. He crossed out and put cigars because <laughs> they wouldn't have a cigar card. <laughs> On a previous podcast, someone had written in with questions about an overhumidified humidor. If his humidor is large enough, an idea would be to look into dry-aging meat supplies. <laughs> I'm in the process of setting up an old dorm-sized fridge as a dry-aging chamber, and the same equipment should be able to do the same thing for a humidor. My equipment is from Inkbird. You set up the temp and humidity to a desired level and walk away, and you do have to buy a small humidifier and a small dehumidifier. Small ones are available at big box stores. Uh, make sure you get one with a digital knob that will turn on when the electricity comes on. So these two things not are the fighting ones with, with each other, humidity and a dehumidifier. That's exactly right. Okay. So I would say in a, in a place, if you're setting up something in Florida where the humidity is yeah. high, you probably start off with a dehumidifier and you could probably use packs. Um, P.S. I think you should send me a box of cigars. Yeah. Uh, I can't seem to internet well. I've been trying to find <laughs> www. And he spells out, that's the number two guys, smoke shop. <laughs> One of these days, I will have to come up for the show. 
And he wrote that by a handwritten note. It's a handwritten. I have no idea how to even contact him if he wins, but I put him up as the winner. It's Sullivan. The handwritten note is a twist. I mean, and then Jonathan's going to have to try to find the guy. So I'm, I'm not trying to find that. him. He's going to have to email me with his address. This well, how's he going to email He knows he, who he is. But he doesn't know you technology. But he also knows the part that I didn't read on it, so he's going to have to email me and sell me the part I didn't read on it. Did he say his it. name? Don't say it. Did no, he say he what his name is? He, he never signed it. Didn't sign it, and there was no. no return address on the card. It just came to us. Wow. Oh, hang on. His Don't say is, it. I'm not saying it. First name's there? I got his first, I got his name. I got his mm. name. It's in the middle here. All right. Good. Let's uh, see where this lot, goes. Lot of where people, he's from. A lot of people put the name at the end when they write something. But he did a, such a long PS, I missed it. It was just buried in the middle uh-huh. of, the, right. of the note. All right. Let him be the winner, and let's All see right. where this goes. Let's see where it goes. All right. All right. The after show today, we are going to talk about what? We're going to talk about the contenders process. for the cigar of the year. The yeah. process for picking. Yeah. So what is the process? We'll go through that line by line and see what it is. And uh, right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tale as old as time. High-level chest play, anal insertions, but this shit is not what you think. Chess Grandmaster Hans Niemann was accused of cheating in a high-level game by his opponent Magnus Carlsen after losing a close game. The accusations were piled high against Niemann that he used vibrating anal beads to get a signal from a partner someplace else. One vibration for good moves, SOS vibrations for bad. Adding assache to heartache is none other than Elon Musk via Twitter noting, Someone doesn't just smell right on the Grandmaster's chessboard. Something, I'm sorry, something doesn't just smell right on the Grandmaster's chessboard. As the anal beads rumors continued to swirl, Neiman offered to play in the nude to prove his innocence. I have never cheated in an over-the-board game. See what he said there? In an mm-hmm. over-the-board game. If they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it. I will still wipe him out, he said in a poor turn of phrase. Imagine a world where, to play the most intelligent game on the planet, two chess champions may have to bend over, spread their cheeks, and cough. That's not only insane, that's asylum. Hmm. Cheating in chess. Yeah. Is there money involved? Oh, yeah. Yeah? The, the, okay. bi- the biggest purse I've heard of is over a million dollars. I know I was watching an episode of, um, what is this? Um... Monk. No. (laughs) Cigar smoker, uh, Columbo. Columbo. And two chess players were playing, and uh, one one of them killed the other one. one. Yeah, that happens all the time. Really? I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Chess, you wouldn't think it's such such a dangerous sport. Did Columbo have just one more question? He did. That's why I went like this. What is that question (laughs) of what it is? All right, let's squeeze it in. Let's get it in. We got a few minutes. Let's get to this classic day in classic history brought to you by Classic Cigars. 
It's time for This Day in Classic History, brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. Priced as low as $2.99 for the Corona, and still under 4 bucks for the 6x60. Classic Cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff with flavors of old-time Havanas. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes. Classic Cigars, the most affordable premium handmade cigar in America. Classic Cigars. Okay, I have four questions and one tiebreaker, just in case. I have a feeling we might have a tie here. This is I, gonna... And I can't even remember I, I, the last I actually time. do think that it was me. That won. All right. It's been a long time, right? Yeah. We skipped a lot of weeks. Yeah. So Mr. Jonathan's going up first. Happy birthday today to Kim Kardashian, reality star. <laughs> Rose to fame on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. What's so uh, funny? Nothing. <laughs> He tried, he tried to buzz in for it. Oh, I shut it off. Yeah. Uh, Kim Kardashian, born today. It was uh, mentioned on Bill Burr. Bill Burr or Tony V? Tony V. Yeah, mentioned her. I'm going to say 1982. 82. I was going to say 1980, so I will. All right, we got two points. Ed Sullivan. Damn it. Two points for Ed Sullivan. You're talking Kim Kardashian. You're talking about Ed Sullivan. Oh. Head of the fan club. I, I watch that all the time. Yes. Uh, Likes a big dumper, that Ed yeah. Sullivan. Over to Ed Sullivan. Uh, Carrie Fisher, movie actress. She soared to fame after portraying Princess Leia mm-hmm. in the original series of Star Wars. She also voiced Peter Griffin's boss, Angela, on the animated series Family Guy, mother of Debbie Reynolds. Her mother is Debbie Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Um, and From they, Reynolds they both, rap? They both died like the same week. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Carrie Fisher's birthday today. What year was she born? 1950. 50, he says. I have 1950 written down. You both have 50, so you both get one point. How's that work? Yeah. Sure. 56 is the answer. Mm-hmm. So you both get one point. We got three for Ed Sullivan. We got one for Mr. Jonathan. Over to Mr. Jonathan. Happy birthday to Judge Judy. Oh, Judge Judy Sheldon, something like that. Uh, tough but fair New York family Sh- court Shine judge. Lynn, I think it is. All right, judge who daytime TV show Judge that Judy wasn't even close earned her forty-seven million dollars in yeah. twenty thirteen. Yeah, she makes a lot. Wow. Born today. That's one tough catcher's mitt. Nineteen forty-four. Forty-four. Uh, it's, it's going forty-three. Forty-three. Wow. 42. Oh. You're both over. No points will be awarded. And God have mercy on your soul. We have one question left in the tiebreaker if we need it. Ed has three points. Mr. Jonathan has one. You need two points. It's going to Ed Sullivan now. Happy birthday to Benjamin Netanyahu. Yahoo! World leader. Israeli politician who served as prime minister was then re-elected for a second and third term, becoming the second three-term prime minister in the country's history. Born today. 1957. 57. Oh, yeah, 1947. 47 for the point, but it's not enough. 
It's 49. Mr. Jonathan with two. Ed Sullivan is our champion with three. Um, Dave, Bingo says you need hooked on phonics. We should look into that and see if we can make a game for it's the o- show. It's over, right? Well, we need new, new segments. Yeah. So maybe a hooked on phonics <laughs> segment brought to you by somebody. We need. We put a like, word up on, on the screen that you have to try to pronounce. Yes. And um, we need a, somebody that would want to um, advertise maybe, that. Brought maybe, to you by what? Maybe Terrence would do it. He's into the classics and all that. He's highly educated. He's been flexing a lot in pictures. Yeah, because it's their, their logo. Ah. ah. Look at that. Really? Everybody. Never made that connection. Really? Oh, God. That's their logo. And it, I have the hat, and that's the only thing on the hat is the arm flexing. That's it, flexing. So there you go. Huh? I like that. Hmm. It all makes sense now. All right. Um, so you learned something. I actually did. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I learned that Quest Array is a great cigar, despite that it's an old brand, old forgotten brand. We're making a comeback. Today's the day, right? Today, October 21st, is the comeback of Quest Array. It's an unbelievable cigar for the price. Mm-hmm. You can buy a box of 10. It's $71 or something. Two guys cigars. dollars $72.99. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Great cigar and uh, a great show. It was good. Yeah. It was all right. Bill Burr and Tony V helped out with that. Oh, yeah. That was good. Good filler. That was good. All right. Next week, how do you start a cigar brand? It's not just money. There's lots of steps. We're going to go over those steps next week right here on The Cigar Authority. But until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today. I know I did which makes you the Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.